Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The thing about gratitude and why a lot of people, I think, talk about gratitude is it's actually one of the emotions you can more easily trigger or control just with your intention. And keep it at a steady state. Like Mm -hmm. bliss is something you might get right when a guest shows up you've been eager to see. Mm -hmm. But gratitude can be something that you keep consistently over your day to keep that rhythm and flow. And some of the studies show that people that maintain that make better choices as far as health choices in their body. They tend to eat better. They tend to exercise. They tend to do things that are beneficial for them. Welcome to the In Vibe Live podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. And we're grateful that you're here. Hello, and welcome to the InVibe Life podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. Thank you so much for joining us, and we really mean it. We always mean thank you, but today we're here to talk a little bit about gratitude with you guys. And the reason today's topic came about is Cheryl and I have been reviewing some of our core values and tenets and things we believe the most in that we want to base this business of InVibe Life on. And as we've been doing that, we realized that, hey, we've really done podcasts or integrated those themes or topics into work we've done, articles we've written, podcasts we've done so far. But one thing struck us so hugely, Cheryl, and it's that gratitude underlies so much of our friendship, our relationship, and our business, Mm -hmm. and we haven't really hit on that much, and it it really is its own topic. So we kind of thought, all right, let's Let's do a podcast just about gratitude, Mm -hmm. and it's a hot topic. So a lot of people have heard about gratitude, and you know, many, many, many people talk about it. But I think not everyone knows why. Like, what can that attitude of gratitude do for you? So first of all, let's talk about gratitude in itself. What is it or how to get yourself into a state of gratitude? Well, gratitude, I think all of us, the first generic topic or definition, it would be to be thankful, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And we think about that a lot, I guess, around Thanksgiving, right? right? (laughs) We all think about it then. But it is something that we should incorporate in our lives just a little bit more often. And I'm going to go into some of the physical changes in our body that happen when we get into that attitude of gratitude. So let's just clarify that. Like what you said a little bit more. I think 
Um, we always want to show gratitude and thanks for when someone does something for us or gives us a gift or anything like that. But we're talking about something beyond that here. And what we're saying is living with intentionality Mm -hmm. and one of those intentions of being one of gratitude and appreciation, which are kind of two different things, but the same topic. Yes. Gratitude, I think, is do you say thank you? Do you acknowledge or recognize um, whatever it is you're showing that emotion towards? But appreciation to me is do you take it really deeper and really internalize? And this is just my definition, but right. do you really internalize that and kind of savor it a little bit more, which I think even elevates it to can, another level? I can understand mm-hmm. you defining it that yeah. way. And I think that's great. I do feel, um, and I, I think that that works for you. I don't uh-huh. necessarily, in my life, and me defining it, I don't necessarily think of gratitude and appreciation being too much different. But maybe mm-hmm. it's because I haven't taken much thought into mm-hmm. defining the two differences in those words. I think of gratitude as being grateful for the things you have. Mm-hmm. Right? What you already have in front of you. And that could be physical, emotional people, things, it could be whatever, but it's the gratitude of what you have. Because when you start to appreciate or be grateful for what you have, then you might realize that you have all you need. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. um, being grateful, I feel like is something that I try and incorporate into my personal daily practice. I try before I get out of bed in the morning to go over some things that I'm grateful for. Just to share a little bit, some mm-hmm. of those things that come to you, me first thing in the morning. Well, first of all, my husband's laying right there. <laughs> <laughs> my two dogs are laying there snuggling. So mm-hmm. they always get first on the list. <laughs> and then I go into the other things in my life too. My children. I think, I think Stephen would be glad to hear. He at least was first. <laughs> Some days that's flip-flopped. If he's snoring, it's flip-flopped. The dogs are nice and furry and warm, so some days they get first. But, uh, you know, my children, my home, the roof over my head, that sort of stuff. I try and find gratefulness maybe when I'm exercising that I'm grateful that I have the health to do whatever it is Mm -hmm. that I'm choosing to do at that moment. Um, those are ways that I incorporate it into my life. I try and incorporate it first thing in the morning because I sometimes can find that I will wake up with my brain reviewing conversations that might be conflict conversations or stories that necessarily aren't serving me in a great way. I might wake up with my brain going over those things and I have to consciously, consciously say, you know what? Um, pause and let me just be grateful. Let me go over my gratitude list and get myself in that place before I get out of bed and start my day. And then I try and also with my children, I try and get them every night before they go to bed, tell me something that day Mm -hmm. they were grateful for, you know, and I'd like to try and go into a couple of things. Even if we say the same thing every day, every day, my children are grateful for those dogs, right? Or any dog they've gotten to see that day, you know, it's always interesting to see what they have found throughout the day they're grateful for. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be something completely I was not grateful for, 
right? Like the extra drive across town that threw my schedule for a loop, that is something they're grateful for that day. Mm -hmm. So then I, it makes me take a step back and be like, oh, okay, you know, don't complain so much about mom duties, right? Um, So I incorporate it that way. I also incorporate it in how we start our staff meetings at CORE. When we have our staff meetings, we try and go around and everybody say one thing they're grateful for. I've done that in meetings I've run before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really, it's a great way to kind of wipe the slate clean mm-hmm. and change, you know, everybody come at a place of uh, trying to find an equal frequency. And I mean that from a place of, you can probably go into this deeper with, um, you know, all of our bodies resonate at a certain frequency. You yes. know, we all conduct energy. And I think that that is something that science has proven, right? And some days our energy is at a different frequency than others. Being in a place of gratitude puts you in a state of an elevated frequency. Yes. And it doesn't necessarily mean that, um, my gratitude state today is the same frequency as my gratitude state tomorrow, wherever that can be on the spectrum, it can change. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you elevate that frequency and you come into a meeting with a group of people and you all try and get on the same frequency, the flow of the meeting will tend to go better or easier. Or if there is conflict, it's an easier way to communicate and find resolution. If you can find that place of gratitude for maybe your gratitude is just being able to come together as a group mm-hmm. in person, especially these days when we're not able to do that so much. And by being able to do that in person is so I'm kind of grateful for it right. a little bit, you know? Um, and I think one of the biggest things that we find gratitude does is it will combat stress, Mm -hmm. right? When we are stressed over a constant period of time, not like stress. Oh my gosh. I just almost, you know, hit a dog driving down the car. You're like, ah, that would elevate your stress in a place you would need it. But when we have that stress that kind of stays with us, which is kind of like stress that comes from a place of worry, Right. So we could have this low level stress that lasts us days, weeks, months, years, sometimes, I've, you know, that's a reality. Then the hormone cortisol is being constantly dumped into our body. When we have these level, that level of hormone constantly being dumped into the body, that's when our bodies create inflammation. And we know inflammation from cortisol leads to cancer, heart disease, uh, autoimmune disorders, that hormone will go into the pituitary gland, which affects our adrenals, and that can lead to adrenal fatigue. That sort of stress also, I believe, I mean, there's so many diseases and ailments out there that are directly related to inflammation, which Mm -hmm. comes from increased stress, which is cortisol. Right. And if you don't believe that, just quickly Google inflammation. Mm-hmm. Um, what can inflammation lead to? Any basic um, mm-hmm. search like that, and you mm-hmm. will be shocked. And there are many things that we can do in our lives to help decrease inflammation. Mm-hmm. And that's many different podcasts. I was going to say, this is a great topic yeah. for us. To but, I just wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't but forget. But today, what I, one of the main things that I think is 
um, some days easier than others is having this attitude of gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. Really being, finding things to be grateful for. Some days that's harder. If you've had a really bad day or a stressed out day or, or things have really got you irritated, you know, it might be harder to find that gratitude. On those days, um, I might just be going through the list, right? And I'm thinking, oh, the list, go through it. My children, my dog, my husband, my house, you know, that going through my gratitude list. But if you really sit, some days, if I just sit and close my eyes and put my thoughts and heart into something that truly warms my soul, you know, think about your babies when you first had them. That's what I was going to say. If there's nothing today, go to something in the past if you need to. Totally. Um, and so I can just share that I use gratitude to get myself into an elevated emotional state even when I begin a meditation. Um, so there, there's a lot of research out there. And, you know, Cheryl, that I'm, uh, I, I read a lot about. Uh, the benefits of heart brain coherence. And there's an institute out there called the heart math Institute. And um, you can find it www.heartmath.com and we can link that. Mm -hmm. And they've been researching um, heart brain coherence for over 20 years. Will and you so, elaborate what yeah. that is? And so what that's is like, we all know, I think um, science is known for a really long time that the brain sends signals to the rest of the body. What this body of work shows is that the heart also does, or the heart sends signals to the brain. And so, you know, your heart um, has output of blood and input of blood, and that's how you get the heart rhythm going back and forth. And the rhythm can be somewhat erratic just because you have 80 beats per minute, let's say, it doesn't mean that they are boom, boom, boom. Like to a metronome, they'll speed up and slow down. And so you look at what the rhythm is over a long period of time, but when you can get into a state of what they call coherence, where as much as possible you're in an even and steady rhythm, it starts to have physiological effects on the body. It's you get your heart and your brain sort of in sync and the rest of the body will follow. And so what they show, like you can go just, if you go to that heart math website, you can see just on their front page, they show that being in a state of coherence can have improvements on your focus, on your sleep, which we've been talking about this a lot lately. I don't know how many conversations I've had with friends lately about having a hard time sleeping, and I myself struggle with that too. And then, of course, you know, things like how calm are you? Um, what is your fatigue like? And it can even affect emotional um, states of being um, as well. And so there are um, effects to your body. There are effects to your mood. And what you're really trying to do is get your emotions and your body to work in sync with each other. And that's how, you know, this lends to being in a place of greater balance. One thing I think of when you were saying the heart sending messages, someone might be like, huh, that doesn't make sense. But think about it this way. When you go touch that hot burner, your hands sent the message to your brain to move your oh, hand that's a away. Great, that's a great right? way of looking at it. So yeah. that it's mm -hmm. like our, the, we do get external messages or touch internal mm -hmm. messages 
going back and forth from the brain to the body. And the heart is just a one way to do that. And the way I think, and I'm not an expert on heart brain coherence. I just, um, I'm kind of into it. Right. I love it. (laughs) But how I think about it is when you're in that state of coherence, your heart rate or your heart beat is working to help bring your body to optimal function and can help bring your mind to optimal function as well. Mm Because everything is just working together in a nice flow. Mm -hmm. Now, if you also want to look at, you talked about different emotions. Um, Gratitude is, as you said, an elevated emotion. And a lot of people have different things on that. Again, to put out the experts out there that we can link, I personally like Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he has a chart that shows the rhythms of your body based on the emotional state you're in. And gratitude is, I think, one of the top four or five higher emotions. But the thing about gratitude, and this is the key, is that in general, like so bliss might have a higher emotional state or physiological effect, um, pure happiness, things like that. Those are harder things to get into. Mm. The thing about gratitude and why a lot of people I think talk about gratitude is it's actually one of the emotions you can more easily trigger or control just with your intention and keep it at a steady state. Like Mm -hmm. bliss is something you might get Right when a guest shows up, you've been eager to see, Mm -hmm. but gratitude can be something that you keep consistently over your day to keep that rhythm and flow. And some of the studies show that people that maintain that make better choices as far as health choices in their body. They tend to eat better. They tend to exercise. They tend to do things that are beneficial for them Mm -hmm. when they can maintain this consistent gratitude. Is that kind of yeah help? No, I think yeah, I think that that gets down to it. And um, so the other benefit, like when you are starting to let's say meditate, but even if you're starting a meeting or what whatever you know the situation is, if you can get yourself in that state of gratitude, and another way to help um, regulate your heart rate is by breathing. And do that with a steady pace, like breathe into the count of five and out to the count of five, into the count of five, out to the count of five. That's that's kind of one of the easiest ways to just get your body in a normal rhythm. Once you start to practice that and learn the habit of it, it also is something that you can apply throughout your day when you're in those really stressful situations, when you have to swerve the car to avoid hitting something or whatever, and you feel yourself start to race a little bit, or maybe you're standing in line and really frustrated because the person in front of you is taking so long. You're supposed <laughs> to be picking up your kids and oh my goodness, that I'm going to be late to get yes. them and things like that. Um, that breathe into five, out to five, into five, yeah. out to five, and think of something for which you're grateful. Yeah. Oh, but getting back to what you were saying, I know I wanted to talk about this even more. It doesn't have to be just a thing. Either. Right. I know for myself, like, you know, I love to travel and I love different places. I love being on the beach. I love being, you know, places like that. It's something I have pure love for. And so I have a lot of gratitude for when I do it. And so sometimes that's my gratitude. Or, and that's, again, I think why I would call that more like appreciation. Okay. I will think of that thing that I have deep appreciation for mm-hmm. or being there, mm-hmm. put myself in the situation of being there, mm-hmm. and I notice instant changes to mm-hmm. my um, 
your pattern of breathing state. and how I feel when I do that. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't just have to be a thing, but also don't stress yourself out for what you're grateful for. Like you said, I mean, sometimes you have bad days. It can be that I'm sitting here. Mm-hmm. It can be, look at that tree mm-hmm. outside the window. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, my kid brushed his teeth this morning without me having to ask. Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> it, it, it That's not happening at my house yet. Right? <laughs> small moments, but really let those sink in and realize that right now in this moment, I am well, all is well and and pull in those thoughts of appreciation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely makes a huge difference. Um, we've talked about like the physical state of the body, the mental state of the body. And when you get these guys in rhythm and gratitude is a tool to find, right. It's a tool to find that Mm -hmm. rhythm. Uh, which also brings you back to an equal balance in your life. And that balance is another thing that we talk about every podcast. It's one of the main things that we've kind of based in vibe on. Another of our values. Yeah. It's another one of our, um, Mm -hmm. core values of how we really want to establish this business Mm -hmm. that we've, you know, that we're building here together. So, but that balance is finding that equal rhythm. Yes. That you're talking about. Yes. So it's just, I don't know. It's really great. And it's, it's, um, do you have any other tools that you use maybe to help find gratitude? Um, I think one thing that a lot of people have heard of, and I do use sometimes is a gratitude journal. Oh, true. Yeah. And you can do this any time of day, but you mentioned going through the list with your kids at night. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of people recommend doing your gratitude journal at night, but really, Whatever works for you works, but the benefit of doing a gratitude journal at night is it starts to change your focus throughout the day so that you do notice those things Mm because you are in the habit of, what am I going to write in that journal tonight? Right. So then what happens is as you go through your day, when you see that rose that might've blossomed in your garden, instead of just walking by it, you stop and savor it for a moment. And so by documenting it, for lack of a better term, at the end of the day, you're noticing things throughout the day for which you're grateful. Now, this has a snowball effect because when you're constantly putting yourself in a place of gratitude, getting back to the thought that what you emit into the world, you get back Mm more things. First of all, you're going to notice more things, but you're also going to be attracting more things to you Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. which you're grateful. Mm -hmm. So you're putting yourself in a state of receiving Mm -hmm. and appreciation. Mm -hmm. And so more things will come to you that you appreciate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think it just changes the whole dynamic of your life because you are, um, starting with one thing, but then really drawing in more to you. Totally. Totally. One example I want to kind of go into how also I use gratitude is I'll work with people over, you know, years and we're Mm -hmm. usually we're working on their physical body and how it moves. And over years, you know, we have to work through some aches and pains that people might have come up here and there. One of the things I try and pinpoint to people because they get in this state when they first come in to see me is I always ask how they're doing, right? How are you doing? How are you feeling? And they're 
most people's reaction, and this is what I'm asking for too, so it's very normal to have this reaction, is to let me know what's bothering them or what's yeah, not. Bothering. I do that. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's what right. I'm that's what I'm asking. I want to know because it kind of guides me in what my plan is going to be, right. right? So what I try and point out is when someone comes in and they have nothing bothering them, I try and point out how awesome that is, mm-hmm. right? This is great. So I try and bring a little gratefulness that, wow, you came in today and everything feels great. So we have such an opportunity here to move further, take the next step, do something stronger, push ourselves a little bit more. You know, it's those windows of feeling good. I try and draw a little, oh, this is good. You know, I, I had one client recently that was dealing with some neck and shoulder stuff pretty chronically, like over a month. Was it me? No, it okay. wasn't you. It wasn't you. But you did have that too. Now that you're saying that, I did. It actually was somebody else. But this kind of—I mean, not really. But I, maybe it goes to you. But I'm thinking of someone else when I tell this story. They had this neck and shoulder thing, and we were doing a lot of stuff. And they weren't just seeing me; they were seeing Stephen. And you know, it was the the ability of it getting better was much slower than most things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you had your neck and shoulders thing. You saw Steven one time and you were a big difference. Yeah, you made so. a big difference. So for it to last a month was a long time. She came in one day and uh, she was like, yeah, my neck and shoulder thing is it's much better. And I was like, this is awesome because you've been dealing with it for a month. She really had forgotten that she had come to see me once a week for a month and it been something we really had to focus on because it was causing a lot of problems. So when I was able to really point out that, guess what? It's not bothering you and, and bring her to this place of like, yay, we can move forward and uh-huh. move on and do good things. It changed the whole session. It changed her posture right there in the moment, <gasps> right in the wow. moment. She went from kind of doing the body scan to answer my question when she said that oh, my neck and shoulders doing better. It's not bothering me. And I was like, this is great. You know, I showed my gratitude for her body finding healing and a path of, you know, health and wellness. It really changed. She stood up taller and was like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. It has been bothering me a month and now I feel good. So it just changed things, you know? Okay. So my mind's going off in different directions. Now. Okay. So go it for might it. be getting off track because I'm, it's just making me think about how so you and Steven in your business, and we talked about this with Steven, your focus is on wellness. Yes. Where a lot of practitioners in the medical mm-hmm. field are focused on illness, hurts and ailments. And I just wonder, uh, there are probably no studies out there. I'm there sure you are have personal anecdotes. Are there on whether you're focusing on wellness versus illness, what effect that has on the clients? Mm-hmm. You know, our whole healthcare industry as a whole in America focuses on illness. Have a problem, come in. We'll fix it. Here's the, let me write whatever the solution is. Mm -hmm. And we had a physical therapist that came and worked for us that was being hired by the city to change our health plan from a sick plan to a wellness plan. And what that means is, Instead of healthcare only paying for when you show up with, you know, all right, 
I'm having a stroke and it'll show up. You get to get that paid for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't pay for the exercise, the meditation, the healthy mm-hmm. food. It doesn't pay for any of the stuff that's going to keep you from having a stroke. And now I'm not saying I have the answers to that and that, you know, health insurance should pay for everything, but I'm just saying this, there should be a mindset switch in our brain to work towards health and wellness versus, Oh, I'm not sick yet. I don't have to do anything. And maybe sometimes the beginning of that is just focusing on or showing gratitude or appreciation for the things in you that are working well. Yes, totally. Even if, you know, if my back hurts, my back hurts, but I can also say, you know, I can walk. I'm grateful that I'm not in my bed. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are definitely things that you can do. do. And breath is the key to the first thing to be grateful for Mm -hmm. because breath can heal so many things and bring flow. And you brought that up with the Mm -hmm. inhale for five, exhale for five breath. And there are many breathing techniques. That's a very easy one to help get into, uh, sink your body rhythm a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, breath and gratefulness is a good baseline to start with. Right. You know, well, and I mean, So as you're telling all these stories, I realized I have a really good example of all of this recently, a real life example of, you know, it's the making the lemonade out of lemons or showing gratitude for what you have instead of frustration for everything went. And it's when I was coming back from my recent trip. Remember I told you this story. I was out of town a couple weeks ago and actually had traveled out of the country during COVID, which is a little crazy. (laughs) And so I know not everyone would agree with that, but my family made the decision to do that. We were going to a house in a very safe and vetted location. When we were coming back though, um, we had a really, really frustrating travel day. We were, um, flying. We live in Austin. We got from the remote location to Dallas and needed to catch a flight to Austin, but our plane had been delayed a little bit. So when we got to Dallas, we missed our connection and every other connection to Austin was full for the day. And, um, the airline I was dealing with was not very friendly or helpful about this at all. And so, you know, frustration all the way around by us, by, you know, I was with my husband and two of my sons, everyone there, 30 other people who got off the plane. I mean, it it was a stressful situation. We ended up having to rent a car, which was really expensive in Dallas to do a one-way drive to Austin, get ourselves here, got here late at night. We all had work and school the next morning. Very stressful. But one of the first things I did is after I kind of took my deep breath and shrugged off the lady at the ticket counter who said, (laughs) get this, get this out there. I said, Will we get some sort of refund for the leg that you missed, you know, going from Dallas to Austin? She said, well, no, because you took part of the flight. You've already taken part of the flight. I know, but I'm in Dallas and yeah, I live and in, in Austin. Austin. That's kind of a problem. I actually got cheers from some of the other people standing at the counter when I said that. Yeah. She was not impressed with this argument. Very frustrating. Anyway, so again, what I, as soon as I walked away though, I had to say, first of all, I'm thankful that we have the resources to rent that Suburban mm-hmm. to get us back to Austin. Mm-hmm. Second of all, we just had, even though it was a tumultuous week, we had bad weather come through. We had some issues with the house we were staying in. We were all well. I got to yes. spend the week with my whole family. No one got sick when mm-hmm. we were there. We stayed very s- safe and well. 
We left the vacation well, got on a plane, were able to all get back ultimately the day we needed to to our locations, and really all in all, we're fine. And I think, you know, I could have gotten myself into such a frenzy over what had happened. And instead I said, I need to give myself a reality check. And the reality check was gratitude for what had gone well instead of what had gone badly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I came home and slept well that night and Mm -hmm. everything was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just because I was able to, I might have not been able to intentionally make myself happier enthusiastic or blissful in that moment, but I was able to choose gratitude in that yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It just changes things, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean, you probably weren't choosing it while you were at the ticket counter, but you could walk away and be like, okay, I changed. wasn't. Although it was, almost, <laughs> it was almost laughable. It was almost a laughable moment. Right. Like, what do you mean? I took like, my flight. A, I'm not in the correct run city. A business like that. I was also grateful that I was in Dallas three hours from my home instead of and had the ability to get a car. A couple of states away, where I would have been stuck spending the night in the airport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, everything worked out well for us, or actually fine for us, I should say. Mm-hmm. But um, that was within the last few days, really an example where I found myself even being grateful that I knew to switch to gratitude. Like yes. I remember thinking five years ago, 10 years ago, yes. I probably would have worked myself in a frenzy where right now I know uh-huh. I, I need to, you wouldn't have slept. I need to check myself here. I yeah. need to check myself for what's really important. Everyone's mm-hmm. safe. Everyone's well, everyone's getting where they need to be. And all in all, good trip. Yeah, definitely. I, I I would definitely say I agree with you today. It's easier for me to turn my brain and be like, okay, be grateful where five or 10 years ago, I would have been so livid and not gotten over it and could have replayed the conversation and gotten just as mad five days later than I was at the moment. And that also goes back to what we were saying, that it is a practice or a habit you can teach yourself. Mm -hmm. These aren't all things that come intuitively or naturally. They're not what our society conditions us for right now. To be strong is Mm -hmm. go toe to toe with that woman at the ticket counter and Tell her, you know, exactly what's on your mind and say, I know you will do this for me and you will, but is that really what was best for me and my family in that situation? It would, it would have that the boys got in the car, we got their Whataburger. We're in Texas that they wanted to get. And we hardly ever, my husband and I cave into fast food. We hardly ever cave into that. Like, okay, this is that occasion. Right. They, you know, got on their devices and were fine for the ride where if our attitude had been different, it really would have been a game changer. Yes. Debbie Downer on that ride versus, you know what? Or maybe everyone else wouldn't have slept well or wouldn't have, might have woken Mm -hmm. up sick the next morning. I mean, you just Mm -hmm. don't even know. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what I hope about some of the things we're doing, Cheryl, is we're maybe helping people to realize um, some of the things you can do, number one, don't come naturally. Correct. You can just choose them and you can learn them and you can create new habits to do things like mm-hmm. flip on gratitude. Right. To help you through different and situations. Yes. And it's something to work towards, mm-hmm. you know, is to have a little more gratitude in your life. One of the little things I have this awesome, um, 
I guess it's a piece of art that I've hung in my children's bathroom. And it talks a lot about gratitude and, you know, having that attitude of gratitude. I'm actually going to take a picture of it and post it on our site because I, or I wish I could, I wish I had it in front of me right now to read it to everybody because it's awesome. But one of the things it says on it is walk on the ground as if you're kissing the earth. Oh, you know, and that is a little piece of gratitude that I think about as I'm going out for a walk, you know, and it changes that skip in your step kind of thing. But I do, I'm definitely going to post a link or put a picture of that deal that I have in my children's bathroom in hopes that they can find a little gratitude in their lives. Mm -hmm. Cause I know that growing up is a hard, you know, it's strong. You struggle with Mm -hmm. things. Teenagers struggle with things. Mine are on that cusp of hitting that part of their life where hormones are kind of checking with everything. And no matter where you live or what school you're at or what kind of friends you have, your all kids are dealing with some, all of us personally, you know, life can be a struggle and gratitude is one of the tools that you can use to help you through any of those little struggles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we've kind of, this was a great introduction. Yeah. I think. And, um, we'll put some links to the heart math Institute that Amy referred to. It has a lot of good information out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It, it's a, I'm glad to introduce it to you. If you've never heard of it before, this is an introduction. Definitely. To it at least, or one place that I have found it Definitely. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Yes. We are glad that you were able to sit and listen to us today and get a little deeper dive <laughs> into one of our very important core values, gratitude. And know that it's not just kind of that woo-woo topic. I mean, it really has benefits, medical and emotional, in your day-to-day life. Definitely. It's a, it's a tool. There are physical changes mm-hmm. that can happen in your body when you find a little bit more gratitude. And if you can keep it at this constant throughout your day, find those little pieces, like Amy was saying, you know, when you see the rose, be grateful for it, that kind of stuff. If you can keep that low level gratitude throughout the day, you can really combat some of the things that life's throwing at us to where we don't increase our stress in our bodies and increase inflammation and therefore disease. So, and you can really turn your health around mm-hmm. from having a little bit more gratitude and reverse effects that you've had from maybe living a little bit more stressful life. So hopefully yeah. we've given you some tools that help you. And if you want more information, you know, reach out to us. We'd like to dive deeper into this topic as well. Yeah, let us know what you're mm-hmm. grateful for um, or any resources you found. Or we gave a couple tools right. today. Or ways We'd love you to use hear some it. more. Yeah, yeah. I'd definitely mm-hmm. love to know how you use it in your life as well. I do have to, Amy was talking about the uh, gratitude journal. I have to fess up. I bought for Christmas last year my husband, me, and my children, all of us gratitude journals. I don't think my kids have written in it at all, nor my husband. Mm-hmm. I think I wrote for like two days. Now, <laughs> so that's one of those things I'm working on. Cause I think journaling is a really good thing. And I'm going to try and get my older son maybe to see if he'll journal a little, he might be like, mom, whatever. Well, and but, I'm kind of thinking of maybe doing some sort of, um, what can we call it? Guided journaling or a journaling challenge, great. or maybe we can yeah. pull the community in a journaling challenge would be really, really good like that. And I can give some of my uh-huh. favorite tips uh-huh. and, um, we can go into that a little bit and support each other. Uh, yeah. I, 
Yes, definitely. I have to fess up. I did journal at one point in my life and it, it really helped me through that point in my life. Mm-hmm. After I got out of that, I threw that journal away. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, and we're grateful. We're grateful that, that you're, you're listening here. and yeah. hearing. And so reach out to us and we hope that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the In Vibe Life podcast. For more information and to join our community, be sure and check out our website at www.invibelife.com. We look forward to sharing with you.